Let's first start with on what do you base um, your statements that government has been transparent from the very beginning? Well, um, first of all, I would say that the, the only project really that's been in, in infancy um, and, and, and started without, without anything being signed yet, um, it's been written more than any pro- project, I believe, um, in the history of the country, um, before the project has even started, when, when we were doing Madupi, Kusile, the Gautra, and all of these projects, um, when they were at the same stage that we have this nuclear project, um, absolutely we did not see the amount of, of, of media attention or information coming out. Um, in fact, in, in mentions from the State of the Nation address and all these um, mentions that's been made, and the information is, is really out there. Mm. So are you saying, are you suggesting that government is being vilified? Um, well, I, I really, I can't speculate on, on, on um, what, what the intentions is, is behind it. I think um, there is uh, uncertainty about nuclear and, and um, that's everyone's right to do so. Um, but the fact of the matter is, from the publication of the IRP 2010 in 2011, um, I've been knowing a lot, and I'm not involved in the inner circles of anything inside government, but I hear a lot about what's going on, and so does everyone else in industry. So, yeah, what, what the reasons behind it is, I can't, I can't speculate. Okay, then clear, clear the matter up for us. You say government has been uh, transparent from the beginning. When did we start knowing about government's intentions, and, and what was revealed? Well, first of all, it was it was said um, in the RP2010 that we will be looking at 9,600 megawatts of nuclear power um, to introduce the first one by 2023. Um, that has come actually as a second um, in in a process um, that actually started in 2008, I believe, um, when there was a tender process looking at a turnkey project to build 3,000 megawatts of nuclear. Um, it was quite a lot in the media in those days then, and the project was cancelled because of the singular reason that it, the project, a turnkey project, was deemed unaffordable by government, and they decided to move on to a fleet approach. That was also then communicated in the media, um, and I've, I've seen a lot of uh, newspapers uh, mentioning that. Mm. From there on that, I mean, that started. Um, the, the process was then shifted to look at a fleet approach, which, which was then... Um, publicized in, in the RP 2010, um, and the process has since gone on and mentioned in, I th- think it was three previous State of the Nations addresses. Um, and then obviously there was different media reports coming from, from various vendors and so on who's interested. And then last year we had the vendor parade of um, seven vendors um, uh, coming to South Africa. Of course, you cannot mention everything in there. It's a competitive bidding process. So, so um, you can't, cannot open everything that's being said at the vendor parade um, to the to the public. Um, but based on that limitations, there's also been a lot said about what the plants were, what technologies were um, were actually on show um, in terms of nuclear. And uh, me as academic, we were invited to attend. So I wasn't in, I was unfortunately available um, to attend all of them. But the, even academics were invited from various areas um, in the industry was invited to attend those um, those uh, vendor parades. Now, what everybody has obviously been 
concerned about is the cost of it. President Jacob Zuma is saying in the State of the Nation address last week that uh, uh, we can only talk about the cost when we know how much we need. Uh, some have put the price tag at one trillion rand. What would you say well, it would cost us? And do we know what we need? Well, um, I'm, I'm very comfortable with the IRP 2010 with a, with a mix of energy sources in terms of our RP2010. So, first of all, I have to say that it's really important that we, that we recognize um, that we do need base load electricity supply and we need lots of it for our economy to grow. I'm quite happy also with the President's link in his, his address um, with the, the struggling economy and the turnaround plan and that energy supply will make a key, uh, a key contribution to that turnaround. Um, if we look at how our electricity demand has grown throughout from the from the 1980s, um, throughout um, isolation, the changes, all the the the, 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 the economic ups and downs, um, our, our electricity demand has grown substantially, and we should actually be sitting today at about 51, 52,000 megawatts installed on the grid if we want to supply our economy, our economy and that should continue to grow. If you look internationally, for instance, um, uh, the quality of life is always directly linked to electricity supply and availability. So, so that's to start off with um, where should we, where, what we need. We need a lot of baseload electricity for industry. Not for households, renewables are doing quite a good job in supplying households, um, but it, it cannot supply the abundance of baseload that mm. we need for, for growing the economy. Thank you, sir. If so we much. look at cost, yeah, sure. Yeah, go, go ahead. Um, if we look at the costs of nuclear, um, I've looked at all the, the various uh, nuclear projects that's going on and being planned in the world. If you look at the, the cheapest ones in China and India, um, you sit at around $3,000 per installed kilowatt. Um, and then you can you can also go up to to about eight thousand um, dollars at the more in the more expensive countries where labor is quite a bit more expensive. Within that range, I think South Africa should sit around about the middle. If we look at Turkey, a similar economy than ours, it should sit around five thousand okay. um, dollars. And and based on that, you you can't get close to to a trillion a trillion dollars for nine thousand six hundred megawatts.